I've never been the type of person who always seeks out an apology. Uh, but they say when you give an apology, it like, gives you closure. And today, I, I'm going to tell Justin I'm going to bombard him and tell him and say I want an apology for something he did when we were younger. Chris, what did I do to you that when we were, was When we were younger, because you know you had them thick glasses. Remember the first time we met him, Cedric, he had like really, really thick glasses? Yeah, I remember that. And he had those thick glasses all leading up to like high school, right? Yeah. Because I believe you got your license and Justin got his license early. I got mine late, right? Yeah, you got okay. yours. You you waited till it was like 18. 18 yeah, because you can't fucking drive. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Just let me get this out. See, Justin had really thick glasses. And I remember he had the truck. And um, remember that first car I had, that Ford Tempo? That cut yeah. off a of left turns? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't the Tempo. It was actually one of my dad's cars. Justin backed up and hit my car. You hit are a car. You are <laughs> All right? He hit my car when he was backing up. And my dad saw the dent, and he was yelling. He was so upset at me. He was so upset. He was like, get, get the insurance company. Call his daddy. I'm like, Dad, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to lose a friend. He's like, not your friend. It's business. And Justin never apologized for hitting my car. You are lying, dog. You don't remember? Do you remember hitting my car outside? I didn't hit your car. I didn't. No, I don't do remember. you remember? You are lying. No, I don't. I don't remember. Justin hit my hit my dad's car when we were in high school because I'm thick ass glasses. You came back up. First of all, I don't owe you an apology for shit. Yes, and, you do. And second of all, you owe me an apology, for motherfucker. What? You just said that I look like Paul Feinbaum in, in our group, group chat. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. That was bogus. That but was you bogus. laughed though. I didn't laugh. He like. I didn't laugh at all. Was it? Did he like Paul Feinbaum though? <laughs> I'm sorry? Does he like Paul Feinbaum? I thought he looked like Tony Dungy. This is Live from 1251 Podcast. This is your boy Justin. Got my dogs Chris and Sid in the building. What's good? They tried to replace me, but I'm back. And we're here for another episode where we talk about sports, music, and all things culture. And give our little kind of like views on what's going on in the world. You know, these are my guys. Been friends for a while. I think we got a couple things to talk about. But, uh... Not gonna delay you guys from the show. We're gonna hop right into it, fellas. Yeah, insecure is back. Yes, it is. It's that time of year. How are we feeling about these first two episodes so far? I think it's cool. Um, I do miss the aspect of why I was drawn to insecure. It was from the Lawrence uh, perspective. So you were drawn to a man. Yeah, see, I'm not going to go there. See, <laughs> see, man, I'm telling you right now, I can go. We can definitely just have a show. I can just talk about you the whole show. But kidding, man. Um, but I like that the the uh, the the how I related to him and his friends. It was actually really cool. Yeah. But now seeing more centered around Issa, which it always was, but to add that type of flavor to it is what's drawn many African-American men in. But yeah. I still watch it. That's pretty cool. So to kind of recap, um, where we left off in the last season, Issa had to move out of her apartment 
Um, and the last scene is her moving into her old dude's apartment, Daniel, mm-hmm. and their strained relationship coming out of that season mm-hmm. because of what happened with, uh, you know, Issa breaking up with Lawrence, Lawrence finding about finding out about Daniel, and like Issa was telling him, Issa was telling Daniel like, "You were just a scratch. I need to itch or itch. I need to scratch." Yeah. So it's interesting to see her. Going to Daniel at the end of the last season, coming to him and being like, "Hey, I need a place to crash," and he allows her to do that. I did think about the. I did think about this. Would I? I would let an ex girlfriend live with me. Really? Would you? Yeah, I wouldn't live with her, but she can live with me for a little bit. And it would be strictly platonic. Like, yeah, I wouldn't try to. I'm not gonna say that. Oh, okay. You would let her sleep on your couch, huh? You would let her sleep on your couch. Yeah, I'm gonna sleep on my couch. She can sleep in bed with me too. Of course. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. Hey. Until you get on your feet. I mean, they opened up this season with Daniel smacking some cakes mm-hmm. Yeah, while she's on the couch. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's wild because, like, it don't even matter if that person is, quote, unquote, your ex or whatever. If it's somebody you have feelings for, like, of course you're going to feel some type of way. Shorty, of course she felt some type of way because yeah. he was out there hitting something else while she was sitting there on the couch. Yeah, but she knows she signed up for. True, did, she did, do. Did she? Yeah, I don't think your I, life I is think, not going to stop for I, her living. I, I honestly, you yeah, that's true. I think that she honestly felt like that she was living in his house that he would kind of respect her in that in that sense of like <laughs> not place, not smashing the other chicks while she was there. But that's his home girl, though. That's a little different. But I will say this though: it's 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 really ironic how uh, what led her to cheat on Lawrence with Daniel. Mm-hmm. Was the fact that Lawrence, she felt Lawrence was a bum, right? Mm-hmm. And now she, and, and now she, she a bum, bum right? Yeah. And the thing is that she was rent, she was living rent free. Now, apparently, Lawrence was paying something. He was yeah. doing something because he did have savings, and because he was going to the bank and he was withdrawing. That's how he met. That's how he know Tasha. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So ass. it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... And now the, it seems like the tables have turned, you know? Yeah. I want to see I, I want to see how... I, I'm interested to know if y'all see anything on uh, Twitter to talk about the ring her, ring her through the mud now. The way they oh, yeah, they yeah, definitely yeah, are. Yeah, are yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, especially the dudes. The, the Twitter the niggas is out. Lawrence Hive is strong. Yeah. I don't He's think the Lawrence strong. Hive has, de- has transferred over to Daniel Hive yet. No, they won't do that. No. 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 I do like that Daniel... Look, to be honest with you, I do like that Daniel is like, fuck this, I'm going to smack, I'm going to bang chicks in my crib. It's my crib. Yeah. If this was me, I would probably do the same thing. It was mm-hmm. my ex-girlfriend too. Yeah. I, I have no problem with that. But were they really ex-girlfriend or were they just cool? Were they buddies? No, they well, was just I mean, cool, but they, you know, they, they were fucking. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, obviously for her, there's going to be... Some emotions in it, you know. Daniel, as a man, probably is not going to have but, an emotional attachment to her. But I'm not going to let, not to sound like I'm uh, uh, doing a double standard. I wouldn't have her sleep with anybody in my house, though. So she couldn't sleep with no other dudes while she can go she to his. Was... She can go to his house. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it's only one one king dingling in my house. Me. I mean, that's fair. That's I think that's that's fair, fair because that is your house. Yeah. And you just can't be letting nobody come up in your house Fuck fucking it. on yeah. your couch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you can let anybody come in your house, period. Like, you got your shit there. What if they start stealing <sighs> shit? You know? That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, I mean, that's how the season opens up in episode one. But uh, what was funny was the dude in the Uber looked like Cedric. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's a... Uh, <laughs> the dude, the dark-skinned dude who she said, who wrote, started rolling weed in the backseat. <laughs> He's driving Lyft now yeah. to support like getting her getting out of Daniel's crib. And interesting enough, that was so funny. She has a customer that rolls some weed in her car. And he's like, I don't think you should do that, sir. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. And they start fighting in the back seat. It seems like they are. Um, that first episode, especially, was like uh, an ode to Los Angeles because mm-hmm. it talks about the traffic. It talks about like how everybody did smoke weed. It seemed like they were really channeling like. You know, celebrating LA as a as a city and shit. Is is traffic that bad in LA? Because I can't imagine traffic being any worse. Like the worst traffic I've experienced was Atlanta. Atlanta traffic is terrible. It's like gridlock it's gr- it at night. Yeah, yeah, and it it get to a point where it's like nobody's moving. It's yeah. literally like a parking lot, and it makes no sense. I don't know why. They don't have the, do they have expressways like we got expressways here? Yeah. They, you know what? Their infrastructure is not like ours. Because there's so many ways to get into Chicago. Yeah, but yeah, our the thing about it is, is Atlanta is overpopulated. Yeah, it's an influx. It's crazy. That's it's the worst a, traffic ever. Yeah, it's an influx, and they their infrastructure wasn't built for all that. Because like, everybody oh. black moved down there. They should start building stuff. They increase the taxes. I mean, they've been buildings. I mean, they've been like they build buildings, but the they ain't built the, on the their travel. The expressway it's horrible, man. Yeah. Now, nah, but either way. The first season also we got to see uh, Molly. I mean, yeah, first episode we got Molly and Dro. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and right. then continue and and consistently everybody keeps wondering if he lying about actually having a um, open relationship. An open relationship. Open marriage, yeah. Yeah. An open marriage, right? And what was it? Was it the first season? I mean not the first season, the first episode. He oh, he picked he uh picked up the phone for his wife and he was like, Yeah, no, I'm still at Molly's, but it was in the morning. Yeah. So it was like, I don't understand why people keep assuming. I, they yeah. automatically assume that he lying because niggas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but shit, it's clear as day that yeah. that man got a uh, what's his name, an open marriage. But my whole thing is, is like she keep. I don't understand, Molly. It's like you agreed to to mess with this man that's in this open marriage, but then you you and your feelings She's when he talking phones. to his wife. That's a right. Perfect when you and your feelings when you talking to your wife, and then she want to sit here. And she, okay, you want to have boundaries. That's fine if you want to have boundaries. Like that makes sense. Everybody should have boundaries, but. She be in her feelings every time she, she's she talking about, I don't want to do this no more. Well, I mean, then why you do it from the jump? Yeah. She likes them. She thought she could probably do it without developing feelings. And if you keep having sex with somebody, you develop feelings over time. I do like that she put boundaries up on my man, but like, how long is that going to last? You know? None, you especially since he ignored Buddy just like came in the crib. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. He, <laughs> he likes her came t- in the crib. He likes her too. And the fact that like, why you give dude a key though? Yeah, that was weird as hell. Like, why you give him a key and then you have him? You, you feeling some type of way because he just walked in. If you give me a key, I'm assuming I can use it, right? You can come and yeah. go as you please. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, hey, well, I don't know. He's trying to get his key back now. Well, she, yeah, she took the key, right? He was in his feelings. He likes her too. I think they both do like each other. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to develop and what's going to happen, but I think Molly this year is going to. Um, I'm hoping that she finds somebody else other than this dude because it's not going to work out for her. She's not built to be in that type of relationship. She's like the Tony Childs when she was younger from Girlfriends. That's funny because people like to like do like to compare her to Tony yeah. Childs. See how Tony Childs got there as Molly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
uh, so episode two, uh, Daniel is kind of going through his own thing. They kind of put the spotlight on Daniel in episode two with his career and it not taking off like he want like he wants it to. So another rapper that he was cool with, he runs into another rapper he's cool with in the club that's trying to patch him into with this artist that he's been trying to work with. Issa kind of gives him the push to go talk to Buddy, and it ends up not working out well. But you know, I I think another common thing that they're trying to put into Issa is that she is always continuously like good at pushing her man to like strive for his goals, like how she was doing with Lawrence and how she's doing with Daniel, which is good. I think, but that there's still at the end of the episode, you still see that there's that like that chemistry there between the two in the, in the uh in the club. So Yeah. It's interesting to see how they're gonna develop that. Yeah, so uh I like this time of year because we have that time of like powers on, insecure. Y'all watch ballers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh ballers, ballers kinda fell off to me though. Uh I like ballers. That's my show. It's just so fast, man. It's, it's really fast. It's, I didn't need to stick to like what they were doing in terms of like sticking to football. Now they really? ain't doing certain everything. Shit. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because it's not a comedy, nor is it a drama. It's just a show. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Just like Entourage is just a show. Yeah. Entourage. So it's that time of year, and then also it's like preseason football. Then it's that time of year. It's getting about to get cold outside. So perfect time of year. Yeah, for sure. Switching gears, you mentioned football. The preseason is almost over in the next week. We got how many days till football starts? I think like 15, 14. Mm-hmm. Well, college football started yesterday. Really? Wyoming played. I was like, oh, I love college football. It comes on all day long, like 11 to 12 at yeah, night. Yeah, I love college football. Yep. College yep. football. Yep. College football is coming back this week. Um, NFL is in 14 days, so two weeks from today. What have y'all have been? What have y'all been surprised about within this preseason so far? The first person I've been impressed with, I was impressed with Lamar Jackson, of course. Uh, I haven't seen Josh Rosen play. Anybody seen Josh Rosen? I have. He's been playing pretty well. Josh Rosen. But Josh Allen is trash. Josh Allen has been playing like trash. He well, he played. Trash. He had one game. He had one game. Decent he game. Is trash. Uh, <laughs> y'all seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all ever see Uncle Rico throw the football? Remember Uncle Rico used to like, throw a football over a mountain? Y'all remember that? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes has Uncle Rico's arm. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is. I've never crazy. who I've never seen the person. His arm is like Randall for the Vikings. They look the Chiefs. That are dude be, can like it's a rocket. The Chiefs are going to be a problem this year. They got I'm, Mahomes. They got Sammy Watkins. They got Kareem Hunt. They got uh, he overthrows. Uh, What's his, is it? Yeah, Tyreek Hill. He overthrows yeah. Hill. Yeah. yeah. Like by like 15 yards. He threw a 70 yard play, 70 yard pass for a touchdown to Tyreek Hill when they played I was him like, last week. Yeah, it was wow. crazy. He's overthrowing coverages. I was like, this dude could throw like Uncle Rico. I'm like, this is crazy. Just yeah. Like, throw like Uncle Rico. I, 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 I find that to be amazing. <laughs> no, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. Because Uncle Rico's just like, hey, like I throw it over a mountain. And he like, he never threw the football. <laughs> Mahomes is Uncle Rico, man. <laughs> Cedric, what have you been? Uh, what's what's caught your eye? Uh, right now, actually, for um, I mean, of course, the Packers need to get oh some damn, God, get some pass. wide receivers, man. We need to get that shit together. They got man. some tight ends. Aaron, right. Aaron Rodgers, of course, he pissed like he pissed for real. And then, but really, I've been focusing on for um, is is uh the Browns, man. 
I really want the Browns to be good this year. Baker got some wiggle to him. Ooh, I really yeah, want the Browns to be good this year, man. Like, cause, dude, they, like talent wise, top to bottom, they got a lot of it. Yeah, they got a lot of it, and I I enjoy this. Um, hard knocks. This hard knocks, man. It's good. Yeah. Like Jarvis Landry, man. Like when he got into it, was it with Corey Coleman? Yeah. yeah. I love that shit, man. I, you know what? Yeah. I always love training camp because you talking about when he got into it with the well, yeah with the cornerback corner. yeah with the, the corner ball in his face yeah 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 that wasn't Corey Coleman Corey Coleman wide receiver Corey Coleman wide receiver they traded to uh, it's a guy with a hyphenated yeah, name yeah my I know bad. you're talking about my bad yeah that cat they yeah. got into it I love training camp because of the fights every year there's fights like almost every team has a fight during training camp and I love it because people get pissed off yeah. Because all you're doing is hitting the same person over and over and over and over again. You can't wait for the game. Yeah. yeah. And they've been playing pretty good in preseason. Uh, they have. I, and I'm pulling for Tyrod. Tyrod, yeah. I, I think he, I, yeah, he Tyrod, no, fucked Tyrod, his hand up in his last game. No, but, but he's he's, he's going to be right. fine. Tyrod's yeah. going to be fine because the x-rays came back negative. But Tyrod, I'm going to be real with you. Apparently, we found out he's that, uh, who was it? That What's his name? Uh, Lee Corso mispronounced his name mm-hmm. from jump. So it should be or was it? Or was it, is it? Is, yeah, it's Tarod. His name Tarod. is Tarod. Because yeah. when I looked at it, I thought it was Tarod. The first time I saw his name, but everybody kept saying Tyrod. So I was like, all right, I guess it's Tyrod. Yeah. It's you know Tarod. what I'm saying? But I, I think... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But he's going to keep Baker Mayfield on the bench all year. <laughs> I think he's going to keep... Because he's actually a good quarterback. And he's a leader. Yeah, right, yeah. and everybody respects him too. Like, if you have a child, like you tell them to watch a person like uh, Tyron, Tyron, was it Tyron, Tyron, Taylor? Watch him and watch how everybody. Like, if you notice him when he's playing football, opposing teams picks him up after plays. He's a leader. The yeah. way he carries himself. You yeah. saw in the hard knocks. He's there at five o'clock in the morning. You teach your children if you want to be any like outside of sports. You got to be a leader. You got to be the first there, first one there, and the last one to leave. Now with Baker. I mean, Baker, it's obvious he's the future. Baker got some wiggle to him, man. Yeah, Baker's obviously he got the some future. swag to him too. But Tarod Taylor, buddy, can he? He can no, play. no, he can, he can play. play. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think he, I think he's gonna be able to keep. He them. got Buffalo to the playoffs last year. Yeah, you know, and they tried to do him dirty. Sat him on the bench, and Peterson came in. He sucked, and he, Peter he brought man. him back in. The Peterman, Peterman, Peter the Peterman threw five interceptions in the in the first half of that game. Yeah, they ran a train on him, uh, <laughs> but. Um, I don't know, man. It's been super close. I think you go with Taylor right now because you bought it, you traded for him. It's an investment. Yeah. And you don't want to um, pay for somebody and don't play him. Right. But even though he'd be a, he would be a good backup solution for him. You know what I'm saying? If Baker don't fall out, if Baker doesn't pan out. But I, I think you go with Taylor. It's you got to go Taylor. It's a lot of situations that we're seeing across the NFL where you have a rookie quarterback. And you also had that veteran quarterback. Bridgewater played well too. Bridgewater been playing well. I honestly think, and this has been the rumblings that I've been seeing on Twitter. I think the Jaguars need to put put in a call for Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. dog, come on, man. Bortles has been looking really bad this preseason. No, he looked bad. He looked bad all his career. He reminded me of Rex Grossman. No, Rex Grossman had flashes. Yeah. No. Rex Grossman had you flashes. Rex Grossman got to a uh, no, no. Super Rex Bowl. Rex Grossman got to a Super Bowl. Bortle had a really good year last year. No, he didn't. He, no, yes, he, he did. did. No, he didn't. Right. He did not no, play well into the no, playoffs. No, he did not. He did not uh, play well. Man. He did not play he did well not into play the playoffs. Well. And the thing is, is the defense they, built him out. No, like 
every single time the defense bailed him out, and they lost, and they were winning in spite of Blake Bortles. Yeah, that's true. And the reason why they couldn't get past who was it? Uh, New England. The New England is because of Blake Bortles. Yeah, that that was the team that well, finally bit him in the ass. They also didn't take a lot of risk in that game with Bortles. That's true you know, because you can't to trust them. Yeah, you can't trust them. You can't trust them. Then you Shit. also. Go Shit, ahead. even you can tell you can tell how they really view him based on Jalen Ramsey's uh interviewing GQ. Right. When he was calling everybody trash, and then when he asked him about Jalen Ram, I mean when he asked him about Blake Bortles, he said, Well, you know, he he does Bortles is good. He does he does what he needs to do for exactly. us. Exactly. And then he says he doesn't even play against us in practice. He plays against the number two, the scout team, right? right, right. And the reason why he plays against them, and he said, because we don't want him, we don't want to ruin confidence. his Yeah, we want to shake his confidence. Yeah. All of that, in so many words, in all those words, he said that Blake Bortles is trash. Cause he yeah, is. basically. Yeah. He is. I, I find it interesting that like if you look at the Cardinals, you look at the Browns, you look at the Jets, you look at, I'm trying to think who else. Those three teams have that same situation where you could start the, the, the rookie quarterback and you could risk shaking his confidence up, but you've got veterans that have been playing well, like Bridgewater. But you Karad, don't see, you, could you really shake Bradford. a person's confidence if you sit them on the bench and play somebody who's a better suited right now? Because, like, I can see if a person like I, I, well, I think that they, I think that they should play the veteran quarterbacks to not to keep the confidence up on the rookie quarterback. Now, it's not like a Russell Wilson thing where you didn't expect Russell Wilson to play at all. Right. And he signed, was it Matt Flynn? Yeah, but and like, Matt I Flynn, think that, like, totally got outplayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could shake a person's confidence. But if you put in a Bridgewater... Over a uh, Darnold, I don't think it'll like really shake Darnold's confidence because Bridgewater is a veteran. Yeah. It was close. We're gonna play the veteran. Yeah, um, I think that I think that they should do that. Yeah, so I don't know if it'll really shake their confidence now. If it's a person who's picked like a number one pick and had nobody else and somebody come out of nowhere, yeah, that could be something. But I don't like Hugh Jackson did a good job telling everybody this is Taylor's team. Yeah, All right? yeah, that's true. He's been doing an excellent job. Now, um, what's the dude who looked like Cedric uh, Bowles? Like Ty, Bowles. Ty Bowles. It was a, if he, if it was a. Uh, <laughs> if I look like Ty Bowles, do you look like Hugh Jackson? Okay, okay. Hey, yeah, you do. Okay. You do kind of look like Hugh Jackson, bro. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, uh, um, but I'm interested to see. I don't know how Sam Barefoot plays. I want to see how Arizona works out. Uh, I think Rosen was the best quarterback coming out of the draft. Um, you thought who? Rosen. Rosen. Josh, Josh yeah, Rosen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was just so unhealthy. Hurt yeah. his shoulder, concussion. Yeah. But Lamar Jackson. I don't know what you do. I would keep RG three. Uh, yeah, that's what I keep RG three. That's what they're thinking. And uh, you keep RG three. I think Joe Flacco needs to be gone. He had a good. He's having a good preseason though. He, he is. Man. From what I've seen, yeah, yeah. I, I feel he's been good. He's been good this preseason, but that that doesn't negate four or five years of terrible of just like. They showed just blank, just glaring mediocrity. They showed his numbers. They said like in the playoffs, he always plays well though. If they get to play, he always plays one playoffs. Yeah, he got that. Experience. If they get there, but they ain't got no receivers though. They got Michael Crabtree. That's it. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I don't like. I also don't. I haven't been feeling this helmet rule, like how they've been calling this helmet rule. Uh, this new because people drop you dropping your helmet. Unfortunately, here's the thing, yeah. man. It's football. Like shit is going to happen. Yeah. Like they're dropping. Like this is one of the things that like when you go into like you see those ESPN analysts like the former NFL players, right? And you get like a Ryan Clark or the like the Mike Golicks or whatever, and they're constantly talking and they're like critiquing 
and just destroying these type of uh, these types of rules is because it is all bullshit. Because at every moment you're constantly trying to protect quote unquote the the offensive player. Yeah. But the defensive player is just out there. Is the are they protecting the head? Yeah, they it's pre- supposed to be protecting, protecting the head. The head but the yeah. problem is, is oftentimes as a offensive player, you drop your head to brace for the damn hit. So if it's for the head, why they call a penalty on Buddy yesterday for Marquise Lee? You know, you know he tore his knee up yesterday. Yeah, I saw that shit. That Marquise was, Lee tore his knee. Up. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's, he's done. He's done. Oh, he done. He yeah. done for the year. Yeah. Damn. So, but they call a penalty on that too. So I'm like dropping the head from the offensive player. Yeah. Down. So I'm like trying to figure out where do you hit? What do you do as a defensive player? Or how do you protect yourself as an offensive player? Well, you really don't need no protection. You just gotta run. Like I come to the state. No, you still gotta protect yourself. Because I, I come to the coming. The idea of a running back <laughs> is to run like a police dog chasing you. As soon as you catch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so how can you really protect yourself if your object- objectivity is to run like a police dog is chasing you? Well, you can't really protect yourself because you're not thinking. You're thinking about scoring a touchdown. It's different when you're a running back. Yeah. Well, wide receiver. When you catch the ball, you got to run. You're trying to protect your upper body so they duck, they they lower themselves. They get a lower center of gravity to, to uh, lessen the impact of the hit. Well, wide receiver, like when you catch the ball, your idea is just to run. Yeah, but you still, it's not always going to be like you're going to be able to get wide like, open, all, like wide open and get all this uh, yards at the Because you come no, across the middle, time, you coming across the middle, middle you doing yeah. all that stuff, all man. That like it's it's a little more complicated than that. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. It is. Well, no, I don't think so. It, I think you catch the ball. You're uh, you got to catch the ball. I mean, yeah, that's score. your number one objective. Yeah, of course we get it on offense. Your number one objective is to move the chains and get in the end zone, right? Yes. We get that. We get that. But at the same time, there's all these other factors. Like what? You catching the ball over the you catching the ball over the middle. You still need to protect yourself in order so you can survive for the next play. What players do you know actually protect yourself going across the middle? Because Antonio Brown just go across the middle and just take it. He tra- he takes the what he takes it, but oftentimes when he can, he drops and he braces for the hits. That's what it is. I don't see people dropping bracing for the hits because people oftentimes who quick, often do. people who brace for hits they call those people are kind of soft. Who had that knock on them? They said Randy sometimes he didn't had alligator hands going across the middle because he was bracing himself. No, 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 no. That's not that's not what I'm talking about. You talking about something there? I'm talking about when they actually catch the ball. When they actually catch the ball and they see somebody's coming, you are supposed to brace, drop your shoulder, prepare for the hit. Don't let them just hit you. You hit them. Yeah. Hit them. What do you mean by hit them? You don't. You okay? As an offensive player, if I'm running, okay. So say for example, I'm an offensive. I'm, I'm a running back because I play running back, right? I'm coming through the hole. I make it past the first or second level. Let's say I make it past the second level, right? I make it past the second level, and I see there is no way I can probably make this juke, right? I have to get what I can get. So what I do is I drop my shoulder and I run through whoever the hell it is. Because I know for a fact I can't, if I try to bounce it out nine times out of ten, I might end up losing yards. So what I do need to do is I take what I'm given. So I drop my shoulder and I run through whoever the hell it is. And when you drop your shoulder, your head drops as well. To sum it all up, like I just don't think that their calling is consistent enough. Where no, they're not. Where the defensive players can make plays on the ball and where the offensive players can be protected. Yeah, we're so, see. I mean, we're going to see how they call it. And this, but I hope it just doesn't cause anybody any football games. Officiating's been bad, though. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Say, man, bring me that carburetor. Yeah, yeah, that one. 
Make sure you wrench around and wrench it off. Oh, what's going on, Jack? As you can see, I'm hard at work. Ain't nothing easy about fixing cars. It's messy, it's exhausting, and at times it's worrisome. So to make sure my nerves are calm so I can fix your timing belt, I gotta have me a menthol. That smooth tape just calms my nerves, and if anybody tell you it ain't healthy, tell them I said, minding your business is free. Okay, we are two-thirds into the year, and I would say that hip-hop has had a pretty good year this year. Um, we got releases from some, some pretty big heavy hitters like Drake, Pusha T. We had a lot of beef that was going on between those two. But what do y'all think so far has been the album of the year? Eight months in. I know we still got four months left to go. There's also been a lot of chatter about Nicki and Cardi B, but we, gonna, we can get into that mm -hmm. a little bit. But eight months in, what, what are y'all seeing as the, as the top album right now? What do you think, Cedric? What do you think, Baby Girl? What album? <laughs> watch your damn self, man. Really, you need to watch yourself. But anyways, I think, um, I mean, Pusha T. For sure. I think Daytona is always in the conversation. Is Daytona, it number one, though? Album you listen to it, it, multiple times a month. Multiple times a month? Shit, it might be that. I, you know what? The thing is, is because of Apple Music, my ability to like listen to Apple Music and Spotify and listen to these albums. Like what right now what I am is like I constantly OD in music, right? So every time there's something new, I'm constantly listening to it mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And it, and the thing is, is I'm listening to multiple things. It's because like when we was growing up, we couldn't have that. Right, mm -hmm. we we was Had able to CDs. get we was able to get one or two CDs. Yeah, right, one or two CDs. You had to pick them, right, and it was off the strength of whatever the single was, off the strength of the video, whatever. Yeah. So now I just like I go through it, like I've gone through Daytona so many damn times. Um, I've been through. Um, I mean, you could go through Nipsey. Daytona so many damn you know times. You only got seven tracks on it. You know what I'm saying? That you got motherfucking. Um, I love that Nipsey. That Nipsey was cold. Um, Shit, Kissy Ghost is what lately I've been listening to a lot. That was a good album. That Kissy yeah. Ghost is what I've been listening to a whole lot. Really good intro. Actually, I listen to the Nas a lot. Um, I listen to Tiana Taylor a lot. Oh yeah, I forgot about that Nas, I, bro. Yeah, man. You know what? To be honest with you, man. I it compared was, to where Nas the Nas albums what we had. Yeah, it wasn't all that. Okay. All right. At least I'm not the least. It wasn't all that. It wasn't all that. It wasn't trash like a lot of people said said it was. It, the thing was, is it was a whole lot different than what we normally get from Nas. Yeah. And and the thing is, is like everybody always said, oh, okay, just put them on some different beats, woo, this, that, and the other. But nah, the thing is, is Nas ain't never been the type of person that relied on um, on that shit, right? Anyway, he, he was just he can he make just, he can make beats. Spit. You know what I'm like saying? He makes beats. But one thing that I love, man, I like I like that new Astro World, man. Hmm. That I, new you Travis, know, yeah. That you know the I'm thing is, man. And the thing is, is this is the first. Travis album I've ever listened to. I never listened to Rodeo. Bro, you got to go back. I never listened to Rodeo. And I'm going to tell you straight up, the man arranges, he puts together some good shit. Like, he ain't spitting. He ain't really talking about nothing. Okay, cool. Most but he putting together some shit that is like is really amazing to listen to. Because that sicko mode is cold as hell to me. Yeah, yeah. Stargazing. Yeah. Uh, Yosemite. Yeah. Like, for real, he's not playing. Who, what? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, Buddy is Buddy is not playing. 5% tent. He ain't talking about shit. Nah, he ain't talking about shit. He ain't talking about shit, but that shit need, sound cold. I don't need Travis Scott to talk about shit. I That's need true. him to talk about exactly what he's talking about. That's true. Doing, doing lean. Yep. yep. <laughs> doing drugs. Yep. And speaking okay. of it, and speaking of that, I've been bumping that um that uh that that future mixtape hard. Yeah, I've been bumping that shit future, hard. Future, it's I think uh future. I listened to a little bit of that. I didn't really get into it as much. I get. I feel like he he kind of on a like a downtrend right now. Okay. And I I did read an uh, uh an article about future in particular where. It talked about being an artist like Future, where you're constantly expected to have like earth shattering music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. In in the sense of like hood music that that trap shit that, yeah, that, that, trap trap shit that yeah. everybody gonna like. Cause see, the thing about him is, is every time I listen to that, it makes me go back to what a time to be alive. Every exactly. Single time. Exactly. Every that, single time there, I listen were, to him, and there will never be an album like that ever again. Every single time I listen to this mixtape, I, I listen to it all the way through. And then I go straight into Digital Dash. Okay. Every um, single time. I, I didn't know who Travis Scott was until I saw a, a, a GQ clip of him and uh, Kyle Jenner. Kylie Jenner? Yeah. yeah. And it was like, Kyle. guy named Travis. Uh, it was thing of <laughs> Travis Scott. And my nephew used to tell me how cold Travis Scott was. And I listened to the album. Um, and you all just said it, so I don't have to say it. Like, it really didn't really do anything for me. Yeah, that's just me. And it was like, because you know me, I just like to listen to people rap and get something from it. And at least you got a good vibe. I just, it just wasn't my cup of tea. I wasn't a big fan of it. That's just me. Now, for me, the album of the year was uh, Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, for sure. Nipsey had the best album so far. Like, I I put that against a lot of people. If you had Um, to choose between Nipsey and Pusha T's album, what would you choose? I'd say Nipsey. Nipsey. Uh, Pusha T album was hard. Sky Zoo had a nice album this year. Yeah. Um, Black Thought dropped a nice EP this year. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, I listened to that too. That was dope. You know, who surprised me this year. Nicki Minaj surprised me. Really? Nicki surprised. Really? Me. Nicki surprised. Okay, me go ahead. Go ahead. Because go ahead. you know what? I always said like that song she had a uh, uh, moment in life. Mm-hmm. That was one of the greatest songs she's ever done. That was a really dope song with her and Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicki, I always like. I thought she went to pop, pop for me, which is fine. Make your money because that's where she made a lot of her bread. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, I think she was actually rapping, and she's actually a, she was actually rapping pretty well. I think I always thought she was a good rapper. Yeah. And the problem I had with Nicki was I thought that she could be like a Lauren Hill type if she wanted to, but she so she wanted to chase that. That pop line. Yeah, ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that. My my problem with Nicki is her album didn't show any growth. She's mm-hmm. literally rapping about the exact same shit that she did like on Pink Print and all the other shit she didn't have. Those are pop, well, pop like, like she like yeah, whatever, all that shit. Like she's literally shown no growth in her content. How can you she's sit here no... and say that you sit here and listen to and you both agreed? All right, I'm just gonna repeat what you guys said. What okay, we okay, okay. You talking about Travis Scott? You talking no. about Travis Scott? Obviously, if you let, you're talking about future. If you let me finish, I will get to it. You talking about Travis Scott? Are you gonna let me Which finish? You gonna keep trying to? I really me? don't want you to finish because I'm, I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. Just go ahead. Just I'm go going to finish. You gotta go calm him down. I'm going to finish. Just go. Just go ahead. You talking about Travis Scott and you talk about future and then you hold her to a double standard? Like, that's unfair. Because they're Why in completely different grow? lanes. They're completely different they're lanes. They're both rappers, right? No, 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 no. They're completely different lanes. How? What future is is a trap artist. I'm not going to hold Future to the same type of standard that I would anybody who can actually rap. 
You said it out your mouth. Nikki can actually rap. I agree wholeheartedly. Nikki can actually rap like yeah. for real. Spit. I think we both, what, what the problem is like. is no, no. The problem is, like. and the problem is, is and the thing is, is the fact that she's been the number one chick in the game for a long time. She's hold the game, but the problem is, is she's corny. She's corny as hell oh, as a human on. being, and her content has not grown whatsoever. She's literally talking about the same exact shit. The thing is, is here's the problem with Nikki. The problem with Nikki is we all seen her little meltdown on Twitter, right? Yep. Her ranting and raving because she's pissed off at Travis. She came at Travis. She sit there and she blamed Travis and Kylie's uh, daughter, Stormy, for her being number two and not number one, right? right. And and the fact that she... she um, she, she 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 sat there and she was blaming her. And then she wanted to sit here and say, "Oh, he's number one because he bundled merch with his album." But the thing is, you find out she did the exact she did same, the same thing. thing. She bro. did the exact same thing. It just didn't sell. You can't hate the game. It just didn't sell like his did. Right. And then on top of that, it's like you've been the number one chick in the game, and for a long period of time, what was she? She was the ratchet chick. Talk that gutter shit. Talk that wild shit, and all the ratchet broads loved her, right? Yep. They all loved her, and she had an energy to her, right? And it was fun talking about your pussy and and, and, and this, that, and the other, putting your pussy on your sideburns and all that type of <laughs> shit, right? She did all that shit, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the thing is, is her audience grew. Her audience is older now. How do they grow? Her audience is older. No, you're not listening. You're not listening. Just listen. Just listen. No, no, no. You're not listening. They're not listening. You're not listening. They're not growing. You're not listening. You're not listening because you're not listening. I am listening to me. Listen to me. I'm listening to you. Okay, I don't want to hear But they're not growing. Okay, so here we go. They're not growing. All the fans are Cardi fans. Nicki Minaj fans. Nicki Minaj fans has gotten older, right? Because Nicki Minaj is 35, right? So all her fans that are around her age are a little bit older, right? And so now the younger, when when she got them, they were all in like in their early 20s and mid 20s or whatever, and that's what they were attracted to. So now the new chicks who are young and in their early stuff, what they like is they like Cardi. Because that's who she is. She's the one that was, she was what Nikki was years ago. That's what she is. And she captured that audience. Now, here's the thing. As they get older, is Cardi's uh, content going to uh, mature at all? Is she going to talk about life? Is she going to talk about relationships? Is she going to talk about the things that she's actually going through? But because like, that's what Nikki didn't oh, do. I feel like Cardi is talking about that in her last album. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. In this first album, she had more mature content in this album than Nicki had in the last few. Yeah. In the last few. And that's one of the reasons why Nicki isn't number one, like she thinks she wants to be. Like what she, well, I'm sorry, not like she thinks she wants to be, like she wants to be. Yeah, it's a... Can I ask you a question? I'll ask you a question. Are you done? You done? Go Thanks. Uh, those people who you saying that Cardi, uh, Nicki Minaj did not grow... On this album, she had a line where she's saying that she apologized for leading women thinking that it's okay to sell their pussy to a man for growth. Yeah, but why would you Hold on a second, bro. song then, bro? Hold on a second, bro. <laughs> she also had a song saying that she wanted to get... She also talked about how she felt guilty in an article about uh, glamorizing the life of having a woman on, on the pole, too. To me, 
That's growth. I don't know. About, hold on a second. That's, that's, hold on a second. That's, that's what hold on a second. Is, I let you that's, talk, bro. That's shame. Bro, no, hold on a second. She's I let you talk. No, she's shame. I let you talk. You didn't right? let me talk. I did you, let you, you talk. You, you now I'm asking you. Telling me you want to grow. I'm giving examples how somebody grow. You didn't let me talk. You're telling. You're telling me. Go ahead. You're telling me you want some growth. I'm giving examples how somebody grow. Like to me. All she did was talk about on the pink print, all the albums. Then when she was singing stuff like that, that was like talking about growth. She broke up a safari. That to me, this album she sounded like she was rapping. She was rapping on this album. On the other albums, she was saying the crying game and all the other shit. I don't want to hear that shit about Nicki Minaj. When she first came out, she was rapping. And those and for you to say that those people uh grew, those same 35-year-olds who grew with Nicki, those people love Cardi B. Now, did they grow? Or did yeah, they digress? They did. Did, they, did they, they grow, grew. or did they digress and they like grew. what with Cardi B? They grew. No, they didn't Nikki grow. Didn't grow. No, Nikki she did grow. grow. No, she didn't. I just gave you no, an example. These I just are, gave you an example. Those aren't growth. That's not real growth. How's that you sitting there growth? saying you're you're sitting here and all you're okay. This is what you, this How's is what she growth? did. This is what she's doing. What she did is she apologized for uh, saying that to women it is okay. Uh, I'm sorry for making women think that it was okay, glamorizing women being on the pole. Okay, so here's the thing. There's the thing with that. You've lost women already with that because all you're going to do is is you're shaming them now. You're shaming the women. Like, cause Here's the thing. This is, two, this is 2018. This is, now, if she said that shit in two, 2005, that shit would have went over fine. Shit would have went over great. But the thing is, is nowadays, women are looking at shit a lot differently. Je, who, okay, you were a stripper. So, that doesn't necessarily mean anything less. You aren't, any, you aren't anything less than a woman or a queen or whatever the case may be. So, women are looking at those types of things differently. The women who are older now, and they see what she said about, oh, okay, I'm sorry, because... Uh, uh, she talking negative about women who are strippers, talking negative about women who were uh, like in sex work or anything of that nature. What she's doing is is she's uh, she's alienating a lot of women because a lot of women, their mentalities or their thoughts on what these things are are completely different. They you're not they are not demeaning anybody who is in sex work, whether that is a stripper, whether you are a porn star or anything else, or even shit, uh, uh, an escort. They don't look at it any differently than somebody actually just going to work. So now Nikki is sitting there and saying she feel like she growing, but to them, all you're doing is just shaming others. Catch your and question. so they looking at it completely Catch different. Catch your question. When when Jay Z talked about reasonable doubt, glamorizing the drug life, right? Right? The reasonable doubt, you would say that, right? Okay, okay. go ahead. No, I'm asking you a question. Okay, you, go ahead. Do you think go, he did yeah, yes go or no? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, I'll talk to Justin because he just go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I just said, okay, go ahead. Justin, a reasonable doubt. Did Jay Z glamorize the drug dealing life? Yes. And four four four. Did he glamorize? Did he tell you like what he did when he was younger, putting the money to your ear? That's not real wealth. Right. Is Correct. that growth on Jay Z's part? Yeah. Now for Nicki Minaj to glamorize, um, talk about, okay, I apologize to young ladies saying that selling your pussy and doing things and like being a role model, trying to be a better role model. If she's glamorizing that on her first album, and then on this album, she's talking about she apologized for doing things that glamorize. Hold on a second. I let you talk. I'm gonna respond. Yeah, glamorize okay. that. Now, is that growth for Nicki Minaj? It, bro, all right. So look, is that yes or no? Is it's, it's, it's a growth. It's 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 a growth in the sense. No, of that's how, and that's no, all no, 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 no. You can't cut them off. Just let no, them. Talk. That's all I'm saying. Let him answer the let growth. Me, let me let me let, let him talk. Question. Let him talk. It's growth in the sense of that she recognized that she was wrong. Okay. Right? But you can't you can't um, you can't uh, you can't basically say like you can't talk down to women. And then have a song called Rich Sex 
and then go back and apologize for making a song about that song. But you can't, whole, you can't do can't, that, bro. We have to hold everybody to a certain standard. Because Jay, can't do hold that. on a second, Jay Z still talk about selling drugs though. He do, but, but a from a different mindset. We though. have no. He talked rapping. about he he did it. He talked about he talk, he stuff talk, that he like did. I did that. I did do that. Right. That's what it is. And and once again, you can't so equate. You, didn't have to you go can't equate that. selling crack. No. You can't equate selling crack to somebody being a, a stripper. That's not the same shit. Why not? Because one is extremely illegal and it is really detrimental to the community where one just provides entertainment. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. No, you can't. You, both no, are, you bro. can't. You bro. can't. They're uh, both detrimental to the community. Don't you no, they're not. That, man. Stripping is not hold detrimental Hold on a second. You tell a kid, a kid who they talk to that it's okay to sell drugs, but it's okay to be a stripper? You can't. You can't. They're both it detrimental. Is not, it's not detrimental. They're to both be a detrimental to the community. It's not detrimental to the community. No, if you're telling a child, it's not. If you're telling okay, a child, a chi I'm not telling a child. No, no, no. Because be that's what listen to it. I'm not telling a child. But to be that's a stripper. what they're telling. That's what she was they're saying. Say she apologized, it. telling young girls that. Chris, that's all she's doing. Chris, this I'm saying she sold growth. Okay. And you're and for the person to sit here and say that Cardi B is is a person that's talking about relationships when Nicki did it too. All I'm saying is Nicki showed growth in this album. If like I like listen to the lyrics, she's showing growth. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And to say that she didn't grow, and all she did was uh, if she she didn't grow, the people just grew with her. That's 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 um, that's, I, just, I think the the people didn't grow I to recognize this. I just don't appreciate Nikki grandstanding, and then no no no, no she's no, no, in no. she's in her feelings. You, you gonna let me finish? She's in her feelings. I can't. I, I I don't like the grandstanding. I don't like the the blaming. You are your own artist. You have your own backing. That is your backing's fault. That is your record label's fault. It is. If she didn't reach the number one, it's not Travis Scott's fault. It's not Kylie Jenner's fault. It's not Stormy's fault. It's fucking Nicki Minaj and her team's fault. Because so what? like you can't you can't grandstand. You can't cry about it. You can't go on fucking your your radio show. And call Travis Scott a whole ass nigga for having the number one album in the all, nation, all and then was, make on, comparisons all, to all, Harriet Tubman. Let me finish. There, not, that that too. That. That's the grandstanding part. All the other stuff. That's I'm the with you. Part. I'm great. So where's the growth? Huh? Where's the growth? No, no. All the other stuff. Because she apologized. I about talk the about sex strictly song? lyrics. Because she apologized about the rich sex song. That's I, the growth. I said strictly lyrics. Okay. She's well, showing. She's showing growth. Cardi Cardi B has her raps written for her, and she's a better rapper than than Nicki Minaj. I don't think she's better rapper. Okay, than all right. Well, we'll see. You just hold on a second. A person who has their lyrics written for them. How do we know that Nicki Minaj don't have? How do you know anybody had a real? Okay, lyrics so, so hold on a second. Because so there we go. Right, hold on a second. Drake, point. we can't do so that. There we go. It's a moot point. So there we go. So Drake, there we go. It's a moot point. So there we go. Exactly. Let me go where? How, what you mean? It's a moot point. I said this is basically what I said. I said Cardi B could have her raps written for her, and she would still be a better rapper than Nicki Minaj right now. How can you say that as a better rapper if she just writes the lyrics? What does it matter, bro? Rapping is entertainment. She's a better entertainer than Nicki Minaj right now. Oh, see, we have our different ideas when it comes to rapping then. Because I like people who just have lyricism. And that's why I didn't say Travis Scott was a good... You guys I don't said think, it. I don't, think, I don't think Nicki, as of late, has had lyricism. As of late, what she's done is... This is what she's done. She's she's has, like, stupid-ass corny bars, and then she tries to... She, she tries to like think she's like doing her own little rap genius and try to break it down for people like people didn't understand. Like when she rapped China with China like 84 times and then she tried to sit here and try to break it down for everybody like we didn't know. You like, God, we get it. You listen we get it. Like, come on, man. You listen to Gal? Yeah. You didn't like it? It's, I mean, it's okay. It's cool. I'm not going to sit there and say it was trash because it wasn't. I'm not going to say it was trash, but. You did that say wasn't that the Travis album. Scott was trash. But we it wasn't an. 
It you wasn't can't the say album. Got his trash, bro. You just told me you don't listen to him for lyricism, and I listen to lyricism. You told okay. me to listen. You so, say listen so for lyricism. So you're going to you going to hold Nicki Minaj as a standard bearer for for lyricism. You gonna sit hold there? Hold on a second, that? bro. Hold on <laughs> a second. Now you can laugh and you can say this. I did not say she was a lyric. I said she's showing growth. She rapped this album. Okay. That's all I said. All right. Now if you're gonna say what I said, say what I said. That's unfair. Don't twist what I said. Don't you, twist what I, I said. I did say what you said. You said that Travis Scott was trash. Oh, of course. Because you even said he's like in so many words, you said he was trash. I didn't say no, he was no, trash. No, bro. we never said he was trash. I don't listen to Travis this? Scott to be to, to to feel like he's a lyricist. Okay, then I listen to people listen listen to lyricism. Okay. Cool. Am I wrong for that? No, 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 no. Because I listen. I have people that I listen to for lyricism, and I listen to some people just to hear a good song and to hear a great vibe. That's really what it is. That's people true. are in different people are in different uh, categories for me. I can I can I can compartmentalize. That's you. I just okay. like for rap. I like to listen to music that I'm like, wow, that makes me rewind stuff. So can we we can all agree that Nipsey Hussle. Even though he dropped his album in like February, still has the number one album right now. He has the best uh, album. I don't see nobody dropping better album than that. So it's between Nipsey Hussle, Push It, and Push It Two. I tell you, I'm always disappointed in that Jay Z Beyonce album. I mean, that's fair. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Say it again. I was disappointed in that album. What the Jay Z and Beyonce album? Yeah. Why? I didn't think it was that cool. I gave it one listen. You gave it one listen. Okay. I mean, yeah. right. hey. I'm not about to argue with you. I'm not about to argue with you. I'm not in the mood to be to arguing me, with you about no, that. No, because what happened is, like, to me, the best Jay Z joint album was the R. Kelly Jay Z album, the first one. That's that, was, that was the best. I, go through first, it. I'll be honest. Yeah, go I, through I, it. I, I'm not going to argue on that part. Hey, you go gonna, you going to say that and listen to the Carter's album one time. Dude. That Jay Z Best of Both Worlds album was no, that, top to bottom was one of the best. Hey, think about it. No, no, I'm telling you, listen to the album. It's a good album. That was a dope. No, no, album. good album. No, people sleep on that album. That album was cold as shit. It's a great album. It's it was album. it was dope okay. as hell. I'm not I'm not I'm yeah. not, taking, of I'm not taking nothing away from that. Yeah. But, I'm just saying you can't compare an art of work that happened in the early 2000s to an album right now. If it was just, a good al- if it's a good album, no. But I you know what other music that I've been listening to real tough lately is. I've been listening to Bum J new shit. Uh, Bum J, I don't understand why is it so funny. Like it's not, bro. It's I think just, it's funny. Well, I don't understand why is it funny. I don't, I, I have you ever listened? Him. Have you ever actually really listened to Bum J? Because it's not him. like he, he's not drill. Because I, I know y'all how y'all feel about drill. Because he's not drill at all. I, I, I don't get drill. I, I, he's I, no, no, no. He's not drill at all. He, he, That's, no, what I'm saying. He is. That's what I'm saying. Here's the thing. I I just find it funny that you one enjoy drill and two. I, I think it's just like you you really like Chicago music and there's nothing wrong with it. I just find it funny because it's not the first it, it's usually an artist that I wouldn't first come to mind when I think about Chicago music. I'll be honest no. with you. It's but the thing is, one thing I love about Bump though is Bump has been embraced by the city. He's embraced by the city much more oh, than yeah, for say, sure. number one. He's he's embraced by the city much more than Ye ever was. Yay ever was. Ever was. When they first was. come out first? No, 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 no. We were no, riding no, no, for him, man. No, no. Yeah, we were riding for him, but that's, that's, I think we were that's, riding that's for Bump true. J before that. But, no, but the thing is, is Bump, Bump like really embraced. Like he's really embraced by the city. I'm going to check out his album, bro. Because I'm, I'm be, and the thing is, it's on SoundCloud, but it's dope as hell. Okay. Like Didn't it's Chance dope as hell. And uh, mm-hmm. no, he Chance dropped like four songs. And another Chicago rapper I listened to. Is G Herbal G Herbal and Southside that that now, project? G-Herbal. He had a, he had a that G Herbal and Southside album. album that G Herbal and Southside album. Yeah. That shit was cold. I love. Oh, I didn't listen to that. I, I love that one. What was it Humble Beast? Was Humble that, Beast. Humble that this Beast. year? Humble Beast was last year. 
That was a pretty good album. And but he he put out the uh the the Swervo album yeah. this year. Yeah. I love that album. I love that one too. Read I've been bumping that hard. about G. Herbo and him spending all his money when he first made money in uh, the music industry. Was album? It was a good. It was a good. It was a good article. No, but Justin, I encourage you to listen to that again. That Best of Both Worlds album, bro. I didn't take away that it wasn't a good album. No. I'm just saying for you to have one listen of the Carter's album, and I'm not saying that the Carter's album is like the best album out right now. I listened to it. Uh, I'm just saying you're comparing an album between Jay Z and Beyonce and an album between Jay Z and uh, R. Kelly because they're featured albums. Like they're both with somebody else. Like I thought that Kanye West and Jay Z was cool. You the Watch the Throne? I thought it was cool. Oh man. Cool. You know what? I can listen to that over and really? over. I had a couple over. cuts in there. A couple? Yeah. Top to bottom, man. Really? And that... Murder to Excellence is my shit. Yeah, Murder to Murder Excellence. Murder to Excellence is my shit. Uh and yeah. I love Otis. No, no, no. Um, Otis. I do love Otis, but Joy. Joy is my shit. That track. Oh man, I mean, what he look, was doing with them uh, with them old school beats, man, that shit was it. It was beautiful. Look, we could we could go down the rabbit hole of that of that album. We could. We're not gonna do that right now. But I'm glad that we had this conversation because it really does shed a lot of light on where y'all are in this music stuff. Yeah. So I mean, some, we'll some come back to it. We'll come back to it at the end of the year. See where we are, and and we'll make some some conclusions. But overall, great year for hip hop in 2018. And we'll see how it continues to evolve. Hold on a second before you go. Any R&B albums come out this year? Yeah, plenty. We, we can talk Which about ones? that. Internet was all right. I like the internet. That was, right. was groovy as yeah, hell. it was good. That was groovy as hell. All right, we're going to take a quick break. I bet you're wondering, with that treacherous career where he's observing wild animals, collecting specimens in the treacherous jungle, how does this fro continue to grow so luxuriously? And no... I don't use juices and berries. I'm not a prince of Zamunda, and it definitely isn't an ultra perm. What helps this fro grow is hair food. It comes in this neat little container, and you can find it at your local beauty supply. You can't miss it. It's the brightest thing in there. And to take advantage of savings, just tell them Chad sent you. <laughs> All right. Uh, we about to close out the show, um, but I wanted to ask y'all: Is Amarosa invited back to the barbecue? Yeah. No. Why not? Because you just don't like. You knew what it was. You knew what type of person he was this whole time, and you've actively like worked against black people. You've active, and it wasn't like she was in there to try to, you know, be that. Uh, be that angel on his shoulder. It wasn't like that. It was never like that. Like she was just, she was complicit in all of this. Hmm. She was complicit in all of this. But one thing I will say is, it you think is she got played though. You think she got played? Mm, mm, not so much. I don't know. I don't know about getting played. Maybe she probably did. I, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, she did. She got played a bit because she didn't. But see, the thing is, is I think she f knew she was going to get played eventually. Mm -hmm. That's why she had the shit that she had. Because at this point, like from what I understand, she got tapes from back all the way to like The Apprentice, right? Yeah, I think so. Something so, like that. So she has stuff all the way back to The Apprentice. So at this point, I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay, you had s like you have been recording this stuff for a while. 
And my whole thing is like, she learned this recording stuff from him anyway because that's the shit that he does. Right, yeah. he records people a lot. Like he does that shit a lot. But my whole thing is, it's like you've been complicit in this shit this whole time. The shit that he's done, the most racist shit that he's ever said. Like that whole little nigger tape from um, uh, the Apprentice that they said was out. Yeah, like I mean that, that shit hasn't came come out. out. Yeah, but the thing is, is she's now saying that that tape is that real, is right? Thing, yeah. She's saying that that tape is real. But during the election, she was sitting there denying that that tape isn't, and he isn't a racist, and this, that, and the other. And now she's changing her tune. Yeah. So it's like you you changed your tune. And you've been doing all this shit, like standing by his side, this, that, and the other, a person we all know to be vile. And then now you want to say, oh, I got these tapes too? If you do reality, if you deal with a reality show star, you deal with reality show shit. So that was on Donald Trump. Uh, He knew what he was getting into, and that's more shame on him. But to say a person isn't invited back to the barbecue, uh, that is saying that we all think the same way and we're all in the in uh, same mindset. And I, I really feel that we should not turn our back on Amorosa, even though she might have done something that we probably would not do. Yeah, uh, She did try to help. She, I, I really do think that she knew what Donald Trump was, but she really probably felt that she could make some type of difference. Yeah, Meaning the thing that she did with the HBCUs, having yeah. him come to the White House and yeah. trying to get him on board and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even though he probably had no intention of doing it, he was trying to save face. Yeah, uh, But I think it's more, uh, she did, she possibly jumped at the opportunity to work at the White House because how many people get that opportunity? And even though I asked you all in the group chat, would y'all have taken that job? And some people said no. I think you said no, Justin. Yeah. I don't think I was responded, but I, I'm pretty sure a vast majority of folks possibly would have probably taken a position thinking that they could have made a difference in some point. And, and she tried to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think my thing with that is, and I agree with you in that regard. Like, I think that maybe she has some good intentions at heart, right? But I think that she's always been an opportunist. She is. You know? She's an apprentice. Like, I think that if you read some of the articles that have been out, she was with the Hillary campaign before she was with the Trump campaign. hmm And, like, she felt like she wasn't getting what she needed from Hillary, so she went to Donald Trump, Donald Trump's side of it. And I think that she honestly did think that she could change, make, give him, give him, uh, could change his mind on a couple Being his things. ear. Being his ear about mm-hmm. the shit, yeah. And it didn't work out, but I I would have I would have saw that from jump. You knew how she he knew. was before she that. She's a very smart woman. She knew she knew how he was. So like I think it's just this is all an opportunity for her to kind of get some vindication on why she did it. Yeah, on why she did it. So it's 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 almost in the sense of like she's no more selfish than he is. Yeah, because she has this book out right now. She did. She's selling. She, she trying to sell books. It's reality show stuff, dog. Yeah, I get it, but it's also like that don't mean that you get to come back to the barbecue, she, bro. Hey, dude, we got. I'm sure. I don't know if y'all. I'm. Pre, I don't know if I do either. But we have some black folks who are Republicans. I think that she and, needs to come back to the black community and say, "Look, I fucked up. This is why I fucked up. This is why I did what I did." I don't think. And I think. I, I think people will bring. Will take her back in. I think you need to do that. I think Kanye need to do that more than she do. Oh, for sure. Kanye, you do that more than what she than what she did because she. I don't think she has to do that because we knew, like we knew what she was doing. Like we knew that she was doing opportunity. Like she knew she was trying to jump at the opportunity to be at the White House, a person to give her a platform. What other person would give her a platform? It's like that dude. Uh, not that dude. Uh, 
Sheriff Clark from Milwaukee. Yeah. That motherfucker can never come to the barbecue. Straight cool. Like he, ever. He he, he he gone. He ain't coming back. Yeah, he and I don't think he would want to come back. He don't want to come back. I think as as if if they keep berating her and they pile up on her, I think it's all right as the black community to defend her. Our sister did something wrong and we have to be there for her because if we don't come up there for her, who will? Yeah. But we are We are in this throwaway culture right now. Mm-hmm. We realize that. Yeah, yeah, we are. This is what cancel Cancel culture, right? Cancel culture, We're quick to cancel people nowadays. But my whole thing is, it's like, it's one thing to say some stupid shit, right? And it's okay to, like, do some stupid shit from time to time or whatever. But it's another thing to be complicit in some very... uh, Dark-ass shit. Dark, negative shit, like things that hurt people. And not just hurt their feelings, but hurt people in their lives. You know what I'm saying? And that was the problem. She's been complicit this yeah. entire time. And since she's been complicit this entire time, it's like, it's hard for me to sit here and say, oh, okay, yeah, well, you know, you got this little book and these tapes or whatever, so, you know, it's all right. You know, you go here, you get you a burger, sit down, make sure you get some cheese. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> right. That's a whole little, you right. that's, that's different, man. Maybe make sure you get some of that potato salad. You know what I'm saying? Now, we'll see. Like, Can I think uh, it'd be interesting to see as more things come out, you know, how she's received and... Can you hold a conversation with uh what about Candace Owens? Oh boy. That's a tough one, bro. Oh man, hell no. I mean, really? I think that she all right, so look, this is what I would say, right? She's ignorant. I think that she is ignorant for sure. I think that she has here's the here's the thing. Here's what I'm gonna say. I think she has good intentions in terms of no. the black of black people, right? But I think that good intentions you the road to hell is paid by good intentions. She repeats and everything I think while that people say. And she's using the wrong platform and the wrong people to advance. If her goal is to advance black people, she's using the wrong people and the wrong platform to do that. That's she, that's my idea. She's, she's using she's using right wing white people who go to church every single Sunday to pray that everything's the same with police killings, yep. social injustice. Yep. And she's using those white folks to use to push black people forward. If that's your mindset, you are not doing well. I, I do think that there are people that are going to be receptive to her in the sense of like that black folks need to change their mindset when it comes to politics and how we look at the world. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I, I don't hate on her for that. I hate the fact that she's using the platform that she's using to continue to advance white And the supremacy. people who push her too. Yeah, and the people who push her. Yeah, because yeah, I... I'm... And I think that she's the opportunist in itself because oh, there's, there's a lot of money to be made in that. There's a lot yeah. of notoriety to be made in of that to push could, the white supremacy she'll, she'll always make money because yeah, she'll be that person sure. the black folks there's, the there's always money in white supremacy but we all in agreement that I don't know if Amorosa ever identified as being a Republican I think she just I don't think that she I don't no think, she's actually been a Democrat she's a Democrat yeah. she's actually yeah. she's technically a Democrat because uh, Greg Anthony's a, a Republican you know that basketball player? Yeah, he's a, he was like the the uh, president of the Young Republican Association in you know in high school in college didn't know that uh, but when Barack Obama ran, he voted for Barack Obama. So I mean, so, I think there's, um, I think there can be, you know, a uh, a coming to an agreement with Amarosa. But we'll see how things transpire and, over the next. And you know, something also, black community, we always had opportunities. I believe that Tavis Smiley and Cornell West were opportunists opportunities as well too. Yeah, yeah. I can you see know that. What I'm saying? I can see that. Al Sharpton. Yeah, he's definitely an opportunist. But yeah. But Al did he does much for the community, you know, for the culture and uh I saw him on Matalia said my sister sent me a 
Instagram video of him dancing at the Brooklyn Festival, hip hop festival. Yeah, yeah, he got to stop. Uh, but that. white folks opportunists as well too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think he does more for his op- the opportunity opportunist things that he does than uh, what white folks do as well too. Because yeah. uh, some people may look at Flager as a uh, opportunist. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. You never know. Now, you know what? So he is tone deaf. Who? At times, Father Flager. Okay. He is. He is. Sometimes he do be doing. He sometimes he does entirely too much. <laughs> I remember one time it was one post where he blamed Chief Keith for the violence in Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit much. You know what? And <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, what are you talking about, bro? It's like it's almost like blaming Marilyn Manson for Columbine. It's like the same thing. It's it, no, I'm saying like people want to blame Marilyn Manson for what happened in Columbine. It's like blaming Chief Keith for violence. It's not them. Y- yeah. It, yeah, it's not them, but that's a little bit different. It's almost it's that's apples and oranges because it's systematic oppression that's causing the violence in Chicago. Yeah. That, but that, but either way, but yeah, once again, I do understand. Is you're blaming the wrong person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I, at this point, man, we gotta start. We gotta continue to check these people, though. It's like you come out here. And being contrarian just for the sake of being a contrarian, right? Like you're, and then you're saying things like, um, you know, you 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 have these ideologies, or you know, you have something about you that says, you know what, I'm I'm not like every other black person. And to me, that just sounds like some bullshit. Anyway, I feel like anybody who ever says I'm not like other black people is like some of the like. You're probably one of the worst people in the world because nine times out of ten, you probably have like a very, you've really bought into white supremacy. You really bought into racist, um, a, a racist thought process that's made you, quote unquote, not like black people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at, at one point, I thought that was what was up with, with Armorosa. But once again, man, I don't know, man. At the same time, I'm conflicted like a lot of people are. Cause what she doing is cool. Cause this type of shit needs to be out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Give us a mat. So no, no decision yet on that. But we'll, we'll I'm inviting her. She can come on through. She can come through. Wear a sundress. Cause I'm roasted thick as hell. <laughs> <laughs> she thick, Said she thick as a dog. It's blueberry time. All right now, let's get it right. <laughs> Boo, da da do, da do. Boo, da da do. The very first time mm. that you said that da-da. dumb shit, Boo. I was so da-da. pissed off that I did spit. Boo. I knew da-da. right then Do-do. you were in shit. But I was caught up in blinding anger. Boo. I wish your mama could have whooped you with a hanger. Boo. You're more useless than a park ranger. And if I ever hear that dumb shit again, again, I will be sure that I'll boo your ass to the end. Oh! (laughs) Great Boo Bird song by our brother Cedric. If you're not familiar with the Boo Bird, it's our version of Donkey of the Day, where we boo somebody who says something stupid. Who wants to kick it off this week? Uh, I got a Boo Bird. Go and, ahead. Uh, I didn't want to. I hate doing this, but wasn't it the Dark Knight when uh, Harvey Dent said, uh, 
either you're a hero or you live long enough to become the villain or something like that. You die a hero or live long self to see yourself. I think Jim Brown fell victim to that. Jim Brown? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jim Brown it's, uh, it's unfortunate. And he was definitely a positive force in the black community during the civil rights movement and uh, the model of where the black athlete should be, him, Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Muhammad Ali, uh, and for him to say the things about supporting the president, especially going on in Cleveland, uh, things going on in Cleveland around the country, uh, for him to be kind of tone deaf, so to speak, about the the kneeling uh, the kneeling protesting uh, that's going on in the NFL. Um, I just got to boo Jim Brown and the people who are around him to get him to stop talking, period. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, All right, we're going to boo him. Boo. 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 So, civil rights boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go next. All right, go ahead. Uh, we're going to stay in the state of Ohio, and I'm going to boo the Ohio State University for not firing Urban Meyer. Um, I thought that the culture of college football, where winning is the only thing that matters, was made known again, once again, in this Ohio State case where Urban Meyer was not fired for um, lying to investigators, mm-hmm. lying to people about why he didn't well, why he didn't um, bring Zach Smith's you know domestic abuse known to to the public, and I think it's really another failure of people in power to protect women and children, and you, you know you see in this across the country whether it be like. The uh, the Catholics and the Catholic priests that are, have have come out in, in in Pennsylvania that have been found out, um, and molesting uh, kids. Mm-hmm. This is another case where an institution and people in power have have failed to protect women and children. And I think that Urban Meyer and Ohio State should feel very ashamed for how this has all gone down in the last couple of weeks. And to only give that man three games suspension. Which are all three non-conference games. Yeah, it it is also it's uh, it's also you know you gave you gave more time to players who sold things for that so they could have more money like Terrell Pryor, Todd Gurley. North Carolina happened this past year. North Carolina, you know, shit like that. So like you punish the players more than you punish a coach who should have been protecting you know women. Um, So I'm gonna boo Ohio State and Urban Meyer for their performance this past week. Boo. Boo. Boo, boo. yo dumbass. Yeah. Um, initially, I was going to boo Nicki Minaj, but we got into her heavily. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to boo the French Open because what they did was is they decided to uh, ban the cat suit, uh, the cat suit that, um, that uh, Serena Williams wore last, uh, wore last year. Mm-hmm. And, the thing is, and the thing is is that sh- like that cat suit is designed to uh, help blood flow, right? Mm-hmm. And she had blood clot, blood clot issues, and that was the reason as to why she wore it, right? And then not only is she she's telling us about how she, uh, you know, almost died after having her daughter. And the, the problem is, is it's like it's almost like the, uh, the 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 good Negro effect. Well, not the good Negro effect. The great Negro effect. When you are so great at what you do. They doing everything they can to try to make things more difficult for you. Yep. They did the same thing with Tiger and the Masters because they switched up that damn uh, 
the uh, the master's uh, that course mm -hmm. just to make it difficult for him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the last course he was killing cats. So it's the same thing here. She's been dominating here and out. And one thing I she's been dominating like period. And the thing is, is that I loved um, Nike's. Uh, response to yeah, it, cool. Nike responding that you can take away the superhero's uh, costume, but they're still super, right? And I mean, essentially, that's what Nick, I mean, uh, that uh, Serena Williams is, and she's damn near a superhero if we gonna keep it real. Yeah, she the closest thing to Wonder Woman that we got, right? You know what I'm saying? She out here killing, and so that was one thing that I wanted to say is because every time we get real great at something. They always want to move the goalpost back or change shit just to make it more difficult for us. I agree. And I just want to boo the French Open. Boo. 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 Boo, yo dummy. And it wasn't like a catsuit like she wore in the Puma outfit. She was trying to wear that long catsuit. Mm -hmm. Remember the Puma one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, that was, that was crazy. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all tuning in this week. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter. And Instagram at live from twelve fifty one. You can also find our podcast on Apple, Apple Podcast, and on SoundCloud. Feel free to drop us a note, a comment, like it, share it. You know, share it with your friends, share it with your mama. We don't care. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for y'all tuning in. We'll talk to y'all soon, and y'all have a great week. Peace. Peace. Peace.